Life doesn't happen in a vacuum. Along the way, our paths cross with others, and each event is a part of the interconnected plan of our lives. Short or long-term, welcome or not, each relationship in our lives comes to fruition to teach us something. Our relationships reflect who we were, who we are right now, and who we're becoming. And each stage of life gifts us with different connections. When you experience meaningful relationships, they're all part of creating a life worth living. Now, some relationships we desire to have for a lifetime, but not all impactful relationships are meant to last. We each have our own journeys where we change, evolve, and grow, and accepting relationships for what they're meant to be allows us for that open-hearted growth. And with that in mind, it's helpful to accept that relationships can be for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So let's dive into today's podcast. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health, where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of True Basis Health, The Ripple Effect. I feel so lucky to be able to share my Mika musings with you each week and consider each of you a part of my circle. Reflecting on February and Valentine's got me thinking of the different relationships I've had through life and what they've taught me. From elementary school through high school, my college years, my first jobs, and the disruptions I've experienced, and of course, in this season of life where I share well-being practices and life coaching through True Basis Health. And it became apparent that in each moment, every relationship was exactly what was needed, and each one contributed to bringing me exactly where I needed to be. Have you ever thought about how the relationships you've had have molded the person you are today? If you go back and think of all the people that have impacted you along the way, friends, mentors, significant others, it's amazing to see how different each personality is, right? What I find fascinating is that every relationship brings something different to the table. Some people are a little behind you in their emotional outlook, fitness, career, or family life, and then others are a bit ahead of you in all those areas. And they may even spark a level of interest in an area you hadn't even considered. Your people are a reflection of your life and how you show up and where you want to go. And as varied as the people in your life are, have you ever considered the common denominator? The common denominator in your social circle is you. Shortly after I moved to North Carolina, I planned to visit back to Atlanta. I was only there for a quick weekend, and I wanted to visit with as many friends as possible. So I planned a dinner. It was at a local restaurant, and I had rotary friends, work friends, dance friends, my buddy that I practiced Muay Thai with, neighbors. I mean, it was a real hodgepodge 
of different personalities. But it was a great reflection of how varied my life and interests were. And what made it work, what brought all of us together, were these invisible threads of fun and laughter that just made life more enjoyable. When we're caught in the day-to-day grind of life, we're so focused on the tasks at hand that it's easy to forget that whole life-work balance. Yes, I changed it around to life-work balance because we are here to live first and work second. Ultimately, the importance and meaning of our relationships are key to having a life worth living. And I'll have to admit, this lesson took me a while to master. (laughs) If you take a moment to think about the last year, what times have brought you the most joy? Was it closing the big deal? Was it getting the hard-earned promotion? Was it the family vacation you took? Was it volunteering for a cause you found passion in? Or was it being there for a loved one in need? For several years, when my husband and I were growing our garbage business, I really focused on relationships in the business world. Has anyone else ever done that? When you're constantly in meetings and attending association events and talking to customers, it can be very easy to neglect your personal circle of friends. And I'm ashamed to say I did that. Um... For parents, you may be in the phase where everything revolves around your kids, and most of your friends are your kids' friends' moms. I had a friend who literally called them her boys' moms group. And whether it's because of your job or your kids, these are the people you might necessarily hang out with because you don't necessarily have the same interests, but situations have brought you together. Now, some of these relationships are seasonal, right? The career focus changes, the kids grow up, and pretty soon the strings that kept you connected are no longer as tight. Some tethers remain, others break, some relationships you simply outgrow. But at the moment you had them, those relationships were exactly what you needed. During my senior year at Virginia Tech, I found myself in need of a set of tires. And I went to a local tire shop. The service technician came out to help me. I looked into his eyes. They were the bluest eyes I had seen since a childhood friend. And I felt this instant connection. And immediately I was like, Courtney? The last time I saw him, we were in fourth grade. He was a grown man now. And just from looking into his eyes, my soul recognized him immediately. It was the weirdest feeling. It's like that instant connection. I knew who he was. And what was so cool is he had maintained a relationship with my two best girlfriends. So as we chatted and refamiliarized ourselves, he filled me in on all the fun things that experienced in middle and high school, all those experiences that I missed because I had moved away. Keep in mind, this is before email and cell phones, but I felt like I could finally close that chapter of my life because I'd always wondered what happened to my childhood friends. Now I knew where they were, I knew how they had turned out, and it was just a nice closure. Now, years later, living in Atlanta, I went to Publix, our local grocery store, and turned a corner, and it was like seeing a ghost. I said, Cindy? And she replied, Mika, my high school bestie, and I hadn't seen each other since we had returned from our graduation trip to Europe. And we had gone on to different colleges, lost touch, and 
But now she was in Atlanta getting her PhD. I was working on my career. And that reconnection helped bridge an important gap for me. And as I've shared these unlikely reconnection experiences, others have told me theirs. In fact, my father told me at the time he ran into a friend from Bermuda at a grocery store in Florida that he hadn't seen in 40 years. What the heck? I mean, that's a long time. What chance encounters have you had with people from your past? And have you ever thought about why they re-entered your life? How did those meetings change you? And it doesn't have to be chance encounters. Are there people you think of every so often that you wonder how they're doing, where they are? You might search for them on the internet now that we've got that option. Try and find them on Facebook or LinkedIn. Likely there is a reason they're on your mind. And I challenge you to reach out and explore that reason. What fascinates me are lifetime relationships. When I moved back to North Carolina, I realized the strength of lifetime relationships. I had moved around so much during my childhood, but my husband has lived his entire life bearing four years at university in this same town. And the community is very tight-knit. You know, the whole cheer song, where everybody knows your name. Well, it's like that here. (laughs) Except besides your name, they know every secret, every person you dated, every bad haircut, every accomplishment, and anything in between. They are the people that When you get the pickup stuck in the middle of a field on a Sunday afternoon, you can call and they'll be right over to pull you out. And yes, that has happened. The ones that invite you for a home-cooked meal week after week when your kitchen is under renovation because they know you're tired of takeout and microwave foods. Or the ones that show up with a shovel after a long day's work, after your pets pass to help you provide a proper burial. And what's amazing about these lifetime relationships is they ebb and flow. There may be an occasional pause, but each time you reconnect, you seem to pick up exactly where you left off as if time has stood still. And they can be some of the most rewarding and simultaneously challenging relationships. When I was telling my sister that I was going to do a podcast on relationships, she reminded me of the Tracy Lawrence song. You find out who your friends are. In reality, good friends will drop everything. They don't stop to think about what's in it for them. They just show up. And those are the kinds of people that really do make life inspiring and worth living. Now, with the last few years of shutdowns, relationships have grown unexpectedly. I'm wondering if you all have experienced this too. You know, the shutdowns really allowed for tuning in more to ourselves and our immediate families, but it also allowed for a totally different kind of bonding online and over the phone. And it's fascinating that rewarding relationships don't have to be with someone face to face. It's about being in each other's presence. So online, virtual, or even relationships that you build over time. During my Chopra meditation certification, I connected with a wonderful group of women. We dubbed ourselves the Luminosity Sisters, and we met each Sunday to meditate. It amazed me that a group of women ranging geographically from Germany to California could connect in such an intimate way online. 
They have inspired and energized me, and I admire what each one brought to the table. We grew together. We supported each other in ways that I never experienced with in-person relationships, and it was pretty magical. Because of our bonding experience, I see these women being a part of my life for many years to come. And I wonder, how have the last few years changed the way you interact with others? Have you found new ways to embrace the change and find friendship and belonging? I have a mentor right now, world-renowned life coach Martha Beck, and I've been inspired by her books, and she showed me that my goals and dreams are possible. I'm motivated by her teachings in the Martha Beck Wayfinder Life Coach School and by listening to her Gathering Pod podcast. Martha has this unique way of communicating concepts, and she is so unabashedly herself that you can't help but connect. She has motivated me as I move through the process of developing my coaching practice, and as a result of her program, I've enhanced my relationships with others many times over. And all this to say that it's important that we are not only learning from someone, but we're also giving back. We're paying it forward. So as you look at your social group and the people you meet, whether in your career, home life, health journey, or goal setting, how are you helping others? How are you paying it forward? What kind of examples are you setting? Because you never know who is admiring you from afar. And I want to encourage you to keep that in mind. On the about page of True Basis Health, I give a bit of my backstory. And as I talk about how I'm committed to improving myself each day, I also mention that my unusual journey is an asset to upgrading all those people's journeys that I work with. And I genuinely believe that we all find each other when the time is right. You listening to this very podcast episode, there's a reason behind it. And I hope that you've gotten exactly what you needed, the realization that every relationship is meant to grow you. My aunt in Austria has these stunning flower beds flanking her patio and driveway. The flowers are so abundant and colorful. A couple years ago, I bought a few of those mixed flower seed packets at Lowe's. I was inspired to have a little section of my yard bring me the same joy I had when I looked at her flower beds, and I intended to plant them in an empty bed beneath the birdhouse in our yard. The packet sat on my counter, week after week, waiting for me to get out there and prep the soil. Each seed had the potential to become a beautiful flower. I saw what her beds were like. I knew what was possible, but the seeds still sat there waiting for me. They weren't going to plant themselves. And intentions are like seeds. The moment you plant them, the potential for growth is fully present. But just like the seeds need soil and water to grow, intentions need attention to materialize. So if there is a relationship you want to repair, grow, or even create, know that many times you've got to take that first step. Can't let those seeds sit on the counter like I did with the flowers. You have to place attention on your relationship intentions. Plant them, water them, grow them. And approach each interaction with an open heart. Know that sometimes relationships come naturally. Other times, <laughs> they feel like work. 
Some require you to venture outside your comfort zone. Sometimes they are there for a reason, sometimes for a season, and other times for a lifetime. But each action you take to foster a relationship, every connection you make, every olive branch you extend is ultimately there for you and what you need in the moment. It's also there for the other person because each of us grows and evolves as a result of the interactions we have. As we expand our connections, it's vital that we be present, that we be ourselves, and be open to potential. Be open to letting new people inspire and grow you. And as you grow and expand your interests, bring along your old friends. And on that note, if you know of anyone looking to improve their well-being, upgrade their mindset, or step into their purpose, please share this podcast with them. I hope this episode has inspired you to reconnect with friends and loved ones, and I would love to hear about the ripples it's created. Please leave a review, and until next week, remember, the simple gift of friendship is available to each of us, and every new friend is a part of our continuing journey. This is Mika Hill, signing off. Are you interested in learning more about recalibrating your well-being and aligning with your purpose? Have you grabbed your free copy of Invitation to Balance yet? Well, if not, head over to truebasishealth.com backslash invitation. Get your free guide on how to think and show up in the areas of health, purpose, and mindset so you can transform your well-being.